our outdoor recreation opportunities across Southern York County are endless. And as we tick down the days to the end of summer, there's still something for everyone from fall foliage train rides and bike rides along the Heritage Rail Trail to countless opportunities along the Susquehanna River. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Kristen's Corner with your host, State Senator Kristen Phillips Hill. And today I am absolutely delighted to be in Lower Windsor Township with someone who has witnessed a complete transformation of the Susquehanna River, Mark Platts. Mark is the president of the Susquehanna National Heritage Area based right here in Lower Windsor Township. Mark, welcome to the program. Thank you, Senator. It's great to be here. Well, you've held this role for the last 20 years. So talk to us about your start and what you've experienced over the last two decades. Wow, yeah, it's, it's going by really fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I returned to uh, to the area 20 years ago to start up this new nonprofit in Pennsylvania Heritage Area. Um, and I had been away for 18 years. And I think one of the neatest things for me was rediscovering the home I had left, you know, to go away to school and work in other places. Um, having grown up here, I always accessed the Susquehanna River and local history. Uh, but coming back to lead an organization who was charged with promoting both York and Lancaster counties and the river as a, a new Pennsylvania heritage area and now a national heritage area um, and help conserve its open space, help preserve historic resources, help promote it, tell its stories as a visitor destination. Um, to me, it was the dream job to come back. And for 20 years now, I've discovered and rediscovered um, the wonderful place we call home. Um, so it's really cool to, to be able to come back and contribute to that. Well, they say that time flies when you're having fun. So <laughs> you're having a really good time and you're doing yep. really neat things. And one of the latest additions to the heritage area is the Chief Uncas. It's a 111-year-old fully restored electric powered boat that used to cruise around the headwaters of the Susquehanna River. And it's now here in Southern York County. So what's the feedback been and what sort of opportunities are there with this latest edition? Because I've been on the boat and it is such a great way to see and learn about our local history and the nature that surrounds it. Yeah, the boat has been really a cool experience to bring this to our area. Um, you know, we uh, ever since I came back and we actually moved our offices to the Susquehanna the second year we were in operation back in 2004, here to what became the Zerman Center for Heritage. Um, every day I come to work and drive along the river, I look out the window at the river. And for years I was like, we got to get figure out a way to get people on the river. Um, if you own your own boat or you kayak, it's pretty easy. But if you don't do those things and you just want to experience the river um, another way, it wasn't available for a long time. And so we were fortunate. It only took uh, 15 years <laughs> to, to get to a point where we actually did three summers of pilot uh, boat tours on pontoon boats. Uh, we received grants from the Pennsylvania Department of Conservation, Natural Resources and National Park Service uh, that basically funded hiring Long Love Marina down here, a local company, to provide a boat and a captain. Um, and we provided a, a guide on the boat. And uh, as long as they were free, uh, we could do a test seasons of this with just a regular pontoon boat. Once we decided that this was a great idea, people loved it. I mean, we did surveys and people just loved the opportunity to get on the river and learn about local history. 
Um, once we decided, okay, how are we going to sustain this? The grants were great. They got us through pilot seasons, showed that people liked it, but we needed a bigger boat. Um, and we needed to be able to charge a fee, a ticket fee, to sustain it for years to come. And to do that, our boat had to be U.S. Coast Guard certified. Uh, so we started looking for uh, a larger pontoon boat, which would have worked. But then uh, our friends down at Shanksbury Outfitters, right here in Lower Windsor Township, uh, told us about this historic electric boat, the Chief Uncas, uh, which had been cruising Otsego Lake in Cooperstown, the headwaters of the Susquehanna, for 110 years at that point. Um, and we went to look at it. And we immediately fell in love with this boat. It was built for Adolphus Bush, the founder of the Anheuser-Busch Beer Company. It was used by his family ever since he re- re- bought it in 1912. It was an electric boat to start. Um, had been gassed for a while, but was repowered back to electric about a decade ago. So it was a boat that had this wonderful, rich story of being part of the Bush family history. Um, it was an electric boat, so it was green. You know, it was environmentally uh, good. Um, and it also had spent its entire life at the headwaters of Susquehanna and in the waters where the river begins. And so to bring it here and have it spend the rest of its life, hopefully, in, a, in the same waters, but just four, four and a half days later, until the river gets down here 400 miles from Cooperstown, uh, was like the icing on the cake. You know, this, this boat has to tie to the Susquehanna and its waters. And it's been, uh, the feedback has been fantastic. You know, we've done a lot of things over 20 years as a heritage area. Uh, help preserve land, create parks, create trails, develop the Zimmerman Center, run Columbia Crossing, save the Mifflin Farm. I think of all the things that have gotten more attention, the boat is is, is the top. You know, it uh, seems to just uh, naturally attract people and people's interests. Um, it, they don't want to see the boat, but they particularly like the opportunity to get on the boat. Um, and we've had a, a wonderful response. We're only in our second, we're really in our first full season. Um, in 2022, we were able to, it took a few months to get the boat ready for Coast Guard certification. So we only had two months of tours. So this season we started tours in June and we're going to run them through October. Um, and people can take the one hour tour where they learn about the wonderfully rich history of the area. They can take a sunset cruise for a little longer, um, fewer people and enjoy the sunset. They can charter the boat. They can take a private tour. We're kind of open to anything that helps keep and maintain the boat and allows us to keep running it. Well, it is magnificently beautiful. It takes you back in time. And you told me an interesting story once about how the boat is electric. That's the way it was originally intended to be powered. And that it's actually being powered by the very waters that it rides on. Talk talk a little bit about that. Sure. You know, uh, our part of the river has a long history, 100 years more of power generation uh, with uh, hydro dams on the river itself. Um, and we cruise the lake. And the reason we're able to use the boat here in this area is Lake Clark, which is here at the Zimmerman Center, uh, is a 12-mile-long reservoir behind Safe Harbor Dam. Um, so the boat is cruising on water speed that are part of the reservoir that ge- generates electricity by passing through the dam. And electricity goes back in the grid and comes back to power the boat at our dock when we recharge the batteries. So it's a great, uh, you know, it just shows the, the cycle of that, that kind of production. And uh, Lake Clark, because of its, um, you know, its size and things, uh, provides probably the most popular boating area uh, on the Susquehanna River as far as for people that power boat or even kayak. You often see so many people out there enjoying jet skis and water skiing and um, there's a lot of neat recreational opportunity yeah. and they all, out there. They all tend the to like 
gravitate around our boat when they're out there. Well, <laughs> it's neat to look at. Yeah, it's fun when you're out there and people sort of, you know, it come over to see it. very different than the average boat <laughs> cruising around that's, Lake that's Clark. True. But moving off the water, there's a lot of rich history along the shoreline. And you and your team have put together a bucket list of 55 experiences. What are some of your favorites and what do you think the must-dos are on that list? uh, You know, it changes every year. (laughs) So, um, but I've got some favorites on the current list, which by the way, the the bucket list came out of COVID. Um, 2020, you know, visitor centers had to close for a while. A lot of smaller sites and places had a hard time, you know, reconnecting. Uh, with people, and then also people wanted to get out and just recreate an open space and fresh air. And our staff at Columbia Crossing River Trail Center, which we manage across the river uh, for the Borough of Columbia, they came up with the idea of creating a bucket list. You know, that people can go out and and find these places and experience them. Uh, it's 55 because we were the 55th National Heritage Area designated by the U.S. Congress in 2019. Um, so every this is the 21, 22, the fourth year uh, we've had the 55 bucket list. Um, and it, it's, it's intended really to help people find things in our own backyard, get out and explore the, the jewels we have right here in Lancaster, New York counties and along the river. Um, some of my favorites, are, of course, the River Discovery Tours aboard the Chief Uncas are on the bucket list. <laughs> so that's kind of the top of my that, do, That's right? a must do. I mean, and for me, uh, that that if I even if I didn't work here, that would be one of my my most do. I think I agree uh, with you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, but some of the other things, um, you know, here at the Zimmerman Center and the Indian Steps Museum and the Blue Rock Heritage Center across the river on Lancaster Shore, we uh, each of each of these sites has wonderful Native American history storytelling going on. Um, and I went to the Indian Steps as a kid and, and learned about. Native American history there. Uh, we have a Susquehanna gallery here at the Zimmerman Center that talks about the history, and you can walk out the back door and up into the 180-acre Native Lands County Park and walk the ground that was the last village site of the Susquehanna uh, community. Uh, or you can go to Washington Borough and learn about Washington Borough settlements and the history over there and on the Susquehanna River. So, uh, you know, that history actually existed. Native cultures lived in this area for 10,000 years. European cultures, we've been here about 350 <laughs> or so. Um, so there's a, a, an immense presence on the landscape. Uh, and when you kind of think about that, that they lived here for the same reasons we live here. You know, it's, it's a wonderful, productive landscape. It's beautiful. It's got good climate, got good water. All those same reasons people lived here for thousands of years. Uh, so learning about the Native American history at the sites on the bucket list, I think, is, is another really popular. Good one for me. Well, even as we move from summer to fall, there's still a lot of time and a lot of things that you have here being offered in terms of recreational opportunities. What are some of the must-do things for families in our area coming this fall? I think one of the best things to do in the fall, and even in the winter, uh, is hiking. Uh, on the extensive trail network we have, or biking on the bicycle trails we now have. Um, And I'll continue to focus on the river corridor a little bit because 20 years ago when I started this job, people would say, well, where can I go on the river? Well, you can go to San Luis Park and you can look out over the river. And there's a little park in Wrightsville you can go to. And there's one in Columbia. There were no bike trails. (laughs) You know, there were no, 
there were very few preserves. Uh, there was one state park up above the hill. Now there are two on the river. Um, but in that, that 20 years, there's been so much great investment by the state, by local communities, by private organizations and nonprofits and National Park Service and others, um, that we now have the equivalent of a national park right here in our backyard. You know, and you can get to the river from New York or Lancaster in 20 minutes. If, you, if you're in between the river, it's even quicker. And so, you know, I go to national parks around the country from time to time. Um, and my family uh, does. And we've gone to Katy National Park every year. We did for a long time. Uh, but we have the, really the equivalent of that right here. So I think in the fall particularly is a beautiful time. It gets a little cooler. The leaves start to change. Um, you can get out on the trail systems. Um, with, you know, we have the Northwest Lancaster County River Trail. We have the Noel Lugrade Trail. We have the Mason-Dixon Hiking Trail along almost the entire York County waterfront. Um, we now have parks and preserves that didn't exist 10, 20 years ago. Uh, the Helm Hills Preserves, like the Conservancy, is, is opening up to the public. Wonderfully wooded hillsides previously in private ownership. You can now access it. Susquehanna Riverland State Park right next to it. Uh, new State Park, uh, you can access it there. We have High Point Park, uh, Scenic View, uh, Scenic uh, Overlook. We have uh, Native Lands Park. Lots of things on the Lancaster side, too. Um, so I think just if, if one thing you can do in the fall, and, and, and again, particularly in the winter, because in the winter, you don't have the ticks, <laughs> which you always have to be you know, cognizant of. Well, it, it's once. always good to be mindful. <laughs> but, um, Pennsylvania uh, is prone to yeah, having we, those, those you, you issues. you got to watch for those ticks um, around there. But and, in the winter, it's great. <laughs> and use have good preventative measures yes, should yes. you go hiking really anywhere in Pennsylvania. Yeah. But you make a, a really wonderful point that I so appreciate. We so often take for granted what we have right here at home. And I think a lot of folks need to realize that you really don't have to travel very far to have an incredible experience. And we have that right here in York County. We have all that and more to offer. Yeah. Um, as this national heritage designation that you discussed, it's a really big deal. As of 2019, we were one of 55. Today, we're 62 in the entire United States, and we have one right here in our backyard. Yeah, I mean, I think bringing that designation to our two counties, I mean, it was long, it was you know, well deserved. I mean, we, our area has played a huge role in American history, you know, since its inception, even before. And um, to, to, you know, to, to, for the community to work with us, for our elected officials to work with us, Congressman Blitzmucker, Senator Bob Casey came together, help us get that bill passed, uh, to bring that designation. Um, it not only brings some more money, which is always wonderful <laughs> to do good things with, but it brings us into the National Park family, um, which I think uh, I, I, t I tell folks in National Park Service this all the time. You know, if you ask most Americans, what are two parts of the federal government that they actually really like? Uh, it's usually one branch or all the branches of the military and the National Park Service. <laughs> Uh, they have a stellar reputation for great experiences, preserving wonderful places, telling great stories. And the National Heritage Program was a way for the National Park Service, and it really was a creature of Congress. Congress, congressmen and senators, forty years ago, when came to realize that you know if you have, we, we all love national parks, but national park designation brings a lot of responsibility to the National Park Service, a lot of cost. There are areas of the country that 
have nationally important stories to tell, but maybe, you know, it's better not to be a national park. It's better to be locally managed, locally designated, and locally coordinated. And so the national heritage idea was created to be a way for designating those areas that are important, but retaining it as managed by local organizations like ours in, in this case. Um, and But the National Park Service provides technical support. You become part of their, you know, national map, you know, and there's a whole website on the National Park website about National Heritage Areas where you can learn about all 62 and how to connect with them. Uh, it brings some funding for projects and marketing, um, but it's really that, you know, that arrowhead on the sign we have out front of the Zimmerman Center, you know, National Park Arrowhead, which is iconic in representing a good experience. Um, this is the first time we've had that arrowhead in New York or Lancaster counties. You know, you have to go to Gettysburg or you have to go to Hopewell Furnace or down to Baltimore to see it at other sites. And so um, that designation, I think, is well-deserved by us. And uh, it only happened because of a long time effort by people here in the community and elected officials working at it. <laughs> so we are really fortunate, but we know that there's a challenge ahead for our entire community with a proposed pump storage facility not far from where we sit here today. And that project and what local residents can do to weigh in will be the conversation of our next podcast episode. So be sure to tune in to that conversation in the next few weeks. Mark, I want to thank you for this conversation. Where can folks learn more about what you and your team are up to, as well as where to access that bucket list <laughs> and sure. maybe even book a trip aboard the Chief Focus. You can go to one website for all that. Uh, our Susquehanna National Heritage website, uh, which is uh, www.susquehanna.org. Susquehanna.org. And when you go to our website, you'll see, you'll be able to access the boat tours, River Discovery Tours right there on the homepage. It takes you to the place where you can get your tickets and kind of select the experience you want. Um, and if you go to the Explore tab on our page, uh, you'll see a bunch of things come up. Zimmerman Center, Columbia Crossing, and you'll see the Susquehanna National Heritage Bucket List. Click on there and you can print it out. Um, you can download it. Um, you can uh, go around and check off all the things. And I think we give you a sticker uh, uh, when you complete the bucket list and, and you, you come back to one of our visitor centers, you get a nice, nice sticker to, to, to welcome. Thank you for you know, doing that. Absolutely. So. And that sounds fantastic. I've clicked a few off myself. <laughs> um, enjoyed some Paradell ice cream last night um, yes. with some fresh York County peaches. It was wonderful. And I got and, to and check another one off the best chocolate milk in the world, as I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, today's guest was Mark Platts. He's the president of the Susquehanna National Heritage Area. Thank you again for tuning in and stay tuned for our next episode on the proposed Cuffs Run Hydroelectric Pumped Storage Facility. This is Kristen Phillips-Hill signing off, and we'll talk to you again soon.